What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Sweat Local podcast brought to you by Movement Strength. My name is Isaac, and today I'm joined by one of our wonderful members, Rosemary. Rosemary, thanks for taking time to hop on today. Thanks for having me. Anytime. <laughs> uh, so similar to the podcast that we shot with Yos, what we're going to try to do is just go through some of our members and uh, ask them some questions about their fitness journey, where they started, um, maybe they, maybe where they were before movement strength, where they are now, some of the trials and tribulations that it takes to, to become fit and healthy. Uh, so Rosemary has a, a really, really cool journey. And, um, you know, hers isn't necessarily about losing all this weight, um, but rather she really wanted to focus on toning up, getting strong, um, doing some new skills and really just being consistent at the gym. So there's going to be a bunch of questions for us to go through to really hash out more about Rosemary's experience. But before we just delve into that, um, if you can just really quickly let us know maybe like where you were before and a little bit about your journey over the past year at Movement Strength. Yeah, so I've always been active um, as a kid and throughout high school. I always did some sports, never anything competitive. Um, and then... Uh, when I moved to London, I went to school at Western, and again, I did uh, intramurals here and there. Again, nothing really consistent. And then shortly after getting married, um, we were expecting our first baby. And while it was really important to stay active um, while pregnant, that priority just fell off <laughs> the priority list. And um, after our daughter was born, I distinctively remember saying, I'm not going to work out because my body's just going to get ruined again yeah. when we have another kid. So when our family was complete uh, after the birth of my son and after I recovered, it was a whole year after that. And I realized, well, now what's my excuse? And mm -hmm. I didn't really have any other excuse. Um, and so then I saw the 42 day challenge and that's how I started at movements. That's cool. So what, um, like if we think of just really quickly where you were when you started and where you are now, is there like, is there a, a difference in your body? Is there a difference in weight, body composition, anything really quick like that? Um, so my numbers have actually stayed the same. Mm -hmm. However, when I look at photos, definitely there has been a shift in where the weight is. Yes. Um, so I'm definitely toner. Um, but again, my weight in pounds is the same yep. and my body fat percentage is exactly the same. Yep. Uh, what's really changed for me, I, I find, is um, I feel more balanced in life. Mm -hmm. I feel more grounded um, and also just my perspective of being healthy and what it means to be active has really shifted. Yeah, yeah. And that's what uh, this is going to be like a common occurrence with all of our members. Everyone experiences change differently. Some do see a change on a scale. But I mean, if you were to see Rosemary, you would be like, okay, well, I hope Rosemary isn't going to be losing more weight because she really doesn't need to. Um, but when you do look at your before and after pictures, I'm surprised there hasn't been a change in body fat because you look way more toned now than when you first started. Like yeah. a big difference. Absolutely. I do need to stop eating potato chips. In <laughs> no, keep it up. Keep it up. Uh, I wanted to ask, but I didn't want to interrupt. What intramural sports were you playing in university? I did frisbee. Yeah. Like um, ultimate frisbee? Ultimate frisbee. Okay. Um, and soccer. So do you ever miss ultimate Frisbee? Oh, so much. I feel like people are hardcore about ultimate Frisbee. I tried playing for the city. Um, and that got a little too intense cause they had plays and everything, but yeah, yeah I played ultimate in high school and that's yeah, yeah, where yeah. I learned and that's where I loved it. Okay. Okay. 
Um, all right, so one of the first questions I have for you is, what was sort of like the final straw that had you realize like, okay, I need to do something different or like there's, you know, there's different types of ads for different gyms all over London. What was it that made you click on the one for our gym? Um, yeah. What was the feeling that sort of brought you in for that consultation? To be honest, it was the Facebook post. It was the 42 day challenge. It was free and I felt that I had nothing to lose. Mm -hmm. Um, at that point in my life, I was just starting my thesis. And so, uh, for those who don't know, so I have two kids at home. I work full time and I also am <laughs> finishing my master's. And so you have no excuse to not come to the gym is what you say <laughs> to everybody else listening. And I remember distinctively <laughs> that night I was so stressed, yeah. so bogged down. And I just felt that something needed to change in my life. And I did think I was crazy to add a gym workout into my routine. Yeah, But that post... I really felt like I had nothing to lose. And I remember telling myself, well, six weeks is six weeks. If I don't like it, I don't owe this gym anything and I can quit. And yeah. then we can just see what happens. Um, and so that's why I signed up was I really felt that I had nothing to lose. And I couldn't live my life so stressed anymore. Mm -hmm. And it also got to that night. I also asked myself, so I'm working so hard. I'm busting my ass and I have a really great job, but and I feel very lucky and, you know, I, money helps in many ways. <laughs> Getting this, finishing this degree is also really helpful, but success could not be just defined by um, my income mm -hmm. or letters and designations behind my name. Yeah. And so I just felt, you know, I have so much to celebrate my life and it's not that I wasn't happy, but why am I not feeling like... I have the life yeah and I really think it was just because I wasn't like my um, like mentally and emotionally I just I was a mess yeah. I was all over the place yeah and that's is actually one of the big reasons I wanted to bring you on is um, when I think of your story and your journey like your you have a full-time job you have two really really cute kids you have a husband you're going through school like you are a busy busy lady and you still made fitness and health a priority because you understood that this is like kind of like the top. When I when I focus on my health, everything else is going to sort of fall into place and get a little bit easier. Um, and I remember like I was the one that met with you your first day here and like you were so blunt and honest being like, yeah, like I'm just going to I'm going to do it for 42 days or six weeks. And uh, that's probably it. You know, like I just want to get back in the gym. And uh, I remember the first workout. Yeah. <laughs> I remember your first workout because it was the way we program. It isn't go, go, go all the time. High intensity interval training constantly. Sometimes there's strength bits. Sometimes there's aerobic bits, um, depending on the day, different energy systems. So um, the first class Rosemary came in was like a bit of a slower class to start. And I remember her thinking or saying like, oh, like, is it going to start to to like pick up a little bit? And then uh, I don't think we've ever heard or really heard her say that sense so that's no. good <laughs> and at, during that consultation i also told isaac i'm not here to become a gym rat that's right yes <laughs> and i'm not here to make friends yes and so for all of you in the 6 a.m class apologies <laughs> yeah yeah uh yeah rosemary is like our social butterfly just so everybody knows that's great uh so have you noticed like let's just think of 
that first class that I was that I was a part of um, to your classes now, like what's the big difference? Where do you notice the biggest difference in your abilities? Abilities wise, um, I remember short like right before the end of the six weeks, the 42 day challenge, it was um, test week and Will was coaching and he uh, encouraged us to write down our results. And so I just snapped a photo on my cell phone. And then he said, you know, it's really good because in this programming, when we do other tests, it's really nice to be able to compare and see mm-hmm. where you're at. And then shortly after CrossFit Open I came, and that's why I thought, okay, well, I guess I'll stay on it with this gym and see where yeah. I can go with the 40, um, after the 42-day challenge. Um, but shortly after the 42-day challenge, I got, I got my first uh, pull-ups. Yeah. Um, I would like to think that my form in something as simple as burpees and push-ups have definitely improved. Yeah. Double unders, didn't have that before. Yeah. I learned at this gym, actually, I didn't know how to do single unders. Yeah. Um, and I always thought skipping was just a, a thing everyone did, but I, I <laughs> yeah. was not skipping right. Yeah. And I had to unlearn and relearn. <laughs> so I would say th- those are all the skills, but I think yeah. the most important and the biggest difference is really just that perspective of what the gym is. Yeah. I think all my life, especially my adult life, I always saw the gym as punishment, you know, mm-hmm. punishment for what I ate, punishment because I've been so lazy and you get off my fat butt kind of thing. But now going to the gym is something that I owe myself. Yeah. It's something that I want to do to take care of my body. Yeah. And I think in Will's podcast, he had said, I move because I want to make sure when I'm old, I can still move. Yeah. And I think that's exactly it. And that's why I love this gym is because whatever movement we're doing, there's always a scaled option and often more than just one scaled options. And I think this gym really focuses on us um, celebrating what we can do. Mm-hmm. And so that the coaches come up to us and they really help us. And so you can't do pull-ups. Hey, let's not focus on the fact that you can't do pull-ups. Mm-hmm. What can you do? Can you do ring rows? Great. Let's do that. Can you jump on a box? Absolutely. Let's try that. And so coming to the gym really became a celebration of what I can do. And then uh, I know I'm supposed to keep these responses short. No, no, no. Take your time. But I remember during the 42-day challenge, it was 7 o'clock, and I remember leaving the gym going back home to get ready for work. And I was quite nervous about whatever day I had. It's going to be another long day. And I just thought to myself, you know, whatever happens today, it's going to be a good day because I did something for myself. Mm -hmm. And that's how I started my day. And so I thought that was actually quite powerful. Wow. Um, and it was really the beginning of me finding that balance in my life. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny as you're talking about like exercise being a celebration, there's a quote, right? Exercise is a celebration of what you can do, not a punishment for what you ate. So, um, it's a really good, uh, really good call there. So w- when we think about even just mindset then before you started just a consistent fitness regime, and this isn't just shameless plugs for movement strength. This is just fitness in general and how it impacts people's life. Um, when we think of your mindset before a consistent routine to your mindset now, have you noticed a big change like yes. in your relationships with your husband, your relationship with your kids? I definitely have. I love that every day I go home, my kids are just waking up and they go, mommy, you go gym. Mm-hmm. And I just love that I can live that example of that active lifestyle. Um, I've also brought my kids to the gym before Um and so the kids see that we are making moving and being physical a priority. 
Um, we always tell our kids that it's important to move, but how much more powerful is it when we can actually live that lifestyle? Mm-hmm. Shortly after I joined movement, my husband also joined a gym. Mm -hmm. We made the intentional decision not to join the same gym (laughs) because we're both so competitive. And actually, we wanted the gym to be something for ourselves. And we've done yoga together. We've done other classes together. And after the class, it was always me being like, oh, you know, your form wasn't quite like that. Oh, you couldn't do that. You should try this. (laughs) And for my husband, that wasn't what he wanted. He wanted to just move and be in a space where he could move without criticism. Yeah. So he joined a gym as well. But what was really great was that as we were starting our journeys into fitness, we were able to share in it. Um, We were able to come home and kind of just tell each other what that experience was like. And we were understanding what um, what the other was going through. Yeah. And so it was really nice to be able to do that. Um, Before when I um, before movement, when I was going to different gyms and doing different types of uh, workouts, it was, I think, the beginning of where you, like the apps, where you log on and sign up for your class beforehand. Yeah. And I would always sign up prior to going, which is great. Um, but while that helped me go, the classes that I missed, whether it was because of shift work or because of whatever reason that I had, I always, um, like I nagged and criticized myself. You missed that class. How could you? You're wasting money. Um, you know, and the response to my head was always, well, you know, I'm so stressed. I'm so busy. And again, it was so debilitating. And so then eventually, because I'm wasting all this money, I would just quit the gym. Yeah. I would just stop going. Um, coming to movement, I think, again, that mindset shifted. When I missed a class, as bad as it, as it is, um, I always thought, well, you know what? You missed a class and then you didn't get to go. So you owe it to yourself. You need to take care of your body and give yourself that one hour to move Mm -hmm. and that is when i would either come in the afternoon and i would just do open gym or i would make sure i signed up for a class the next morning and came and Mm -hmm. again it wasn't a you missed tuesday's class so you have to go to wednesday's class it was that you missed tuesday's class so you really owe it to yourself to give yourself that hour Mm -hmm. to be present and to move what what i always notice with you as well which is different from a lot of people that first start a program like this um a lot of people start and don't get me wrong you were very excited when you started however a lot of people are like oh i want to come like five six seven eight days a week where you were very realistic with your schedule and you're like okay at first to be honest my goal is to get here two days a week and then i feel like you did that for a few weeks and you're like okay i've talked with david we've worked out our schedule like my new goal is to be here three days a week so you were you set realistic goals as well which means you weren't setting yourself up for failure. I think that's a common um, place where people will fail is they have a goal of going to the gym five times a week. And then like old Rosemary used to say, oh, well, I missed one day. I've now punished myself. Now I'm going to now I'm going to kind of cancel my membership where from the get go, you had these realistic goals that just set you up for success for the rest of your journey, which was really, really cool to see. Go on. <laughs> no, that's all that. I got. That's all I got. No, we got to keep that. That's comedic relief. Rosemary said that her favorite part of podcasts is the the random tangents. So I'm sure there's going to be a few coming up soon. Um, so when when you started, you 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 said it right. Like I don't want to be a gym rat. I don't want to make friends at the gym. Now I think like all of your best friends are at the gym. You're a huge gym rat. Let's talk a little bit about your experience um, with some competitions. 
because I don't know if that was necessarily something you saw yourself doing when you first started, but now I feel like it's one of your favorite. Oh, absolutely. Favorite I love parts. It. So what's your next competition that you're doing? Um, the next competition that I'm already signed up for is the um, Festivus Games. Nice. It really helps to have another uh, competition rat, Craig. Yeah. <laughs> so it's actually really fun because he'll tell me ones that he he signs up for. And if I'm interested, I'll sign up with yeah. him. And then just having a friend to go is really nice. But also when he did a uh, Wadapalooza, mm-hmm. I didn't sign up for it. But it was nice to be able to do the workouts with him. Yeah. And then when I was doing the team online challenge, he came in and we got to do those workouts together. But yeah, competitions really came from um, after the 42-day challenge. I stayed with the gym because um, Will was talking about the CrossFit Open. Mm -hmm. And he was saying how the Open, honestly, is for anybody and everyone. It's five weeks, and you're just setting a baseline to see where you're at. And it was a medium to do it uh, regularly so you can see the changes. And then a little element of competition to see where you rank in the world. Mm -hmm. So... Sure, those few who are good enough to go to regionals, <laughs> I think, or the games, yeah, good for them. I knew I wasn't going to go there, but I want to see where I was. And yeah, it'd be kind of cool to see where I, I sat in the world yeah. and in Canada and in London. And so I did that. And I think that's when it awoke the, um, the competitive side of me. Mm-hmm. I never saw myself as competitive. Um, but even just before each of each wad in the open, we always talked strategy, you know, the coach yeah. would I say, you know, break it up like this or um, when you're doing your wall balls, bring your arms. I'm just like talking about skills and I really enjoyed that. So then after the open, um, I also came, started coming four times a week instead of three times a mm-hmm. week because I really want to say, I told myself, I really want to see if I can prepare myself for the open and just see what my body can do. Mm-hmm. After the open, um, there was Stella Strong. And Stella so that was, was your first competition? That was my first competition. Okay, I thought so. Um, and Stella Strong really spoke to me. Um, I used to work as a pediatric oncology nurse uh, here at Children's. And Stella Strong is a competition where the money goes towards uh, Children's Health Foundation. And so it was um, an organization that really spoke to me. I've seen the benefits of um, people who receive the money. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and so I pulled it. Uh, we pulled the team together. I was uh, it was you. With you pulled the team together. <laughs> it was because I was do it. <laughs> Isaac and Caitlin um, joined my team, and I had so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it was so great. All the wads are really short, um, but there was just that element of togetherness. Mm-hmm. And what I really appreciated it, that day was we all worked really hard, but we really encouraged each other. Mm-hmm. And again, that celebration of what we can do and what we can accomplish and achieve together. It was also really nice to have Kenzie's team as well. That's right. And so, yeah, just a small group coming together and getting to know each other, spending a whole day together mm-hmm. for a great cause. Yeah. After that was Beach Brawl. And who doesn't want to do CrossFit on a beach? In the rain. It was great. In the rain. <laughs> um, and that's where I teamed up with Dalton and Martina. Yeah, that's right. And so for those of you who are starting to catch on, yes, Rosemary does not mind being third wheel <laughs> for <Yes>. these teams. <laughs> so if you are a couple at the gym yeah. and you want to compete and you need someone else, I'm here. Brooke, Luke, maybe. <laughs> Yoss, Leora. Yeah, yeah Yoss, Leora. Let's go. Um, that's amazing. So yeah, so competitions, I just find it's something to work towards. Yeah. And it's a way to just challenge myself, but also 
celebrate what I have accomplished and what I can do. For sure. And for the Wadapalooza online challenge, um, I had the opportunity to redo. I didn't think I would be somebody who redid uh, workouts, but that's where I hit several PRs. I would do the workout, get a time, and then I would be. I would tell myself, I can. I think I can shave off a few seconds, <laughs> and I would go and do it. Yeah. And so, it was really, really empowering to see that. Yeah, if I put my mind to it, I can shave off those few seconds. Yeah, yeah. No, that's really cool. That's really cool. And uh, you know, when you said the with a lot of competitions what makes it fun is when you just want to go out and have fun and i know that seems like such a simple thing but it's it's not i uh just looking at my competition background like i would go into like an rx division and it would be so stressful it wasn't even about the fun of the day it was about like okay i want to try to go out and i want to try to win this and like yeah it was fun but like when i was doing competitions with when i did the one with you and kate and i did another scaled competition as well like I would trade that experience for anything because it was so much fun to just go out there, like not take yourself too serious and like laugh mid wad, not like yell at Rosemary because she's grabbing a drink of water instead of doing two more burpees. Uh, like it was a really cool, relaxed experience. So for people who haven't you know, done a competition or they don't think that they can find a competition that has some really good scale options and, and try it out. It is a ton of fun and I promise you'll probably get the rosemary effect and do like 14 others within the given year. It's not a bad thing. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. So you have Festivus and then is Stella strong? Will that be, you'll do Stella again? I definitely will put a post and see if I can put a team together. <laughs> so if anyone's interested. There we go. Any couples, if you want to, if you want to work out with rosemary. Uh, okay, cool. So um, I feel like we've already sort of touched upon this, but just like your general overall feeling of health now um do you notice even just a big difference in terms of the foods that you put in your body um your awareness of you know different activities you do with your kids rather than what you would do before has any of that changed um yes i definitely feel the foods i eat i'm more aware of what they're made of Mm -hmm. um i was never one to be on diets um, but I certainly never cared what I put in my body either. And I'm not saying now I'm strict. Um, however, I'm more aware. Mm-hmm. And so at the end of the day or, you know, midway, I'll think to myself, oh, I, prob- I could probably use more protein. Um, or I'd be like, oh, wow, I ate a lot of this. I probably don't need two scoops of protein today. I'd probably just use one. Mm-hmm. Um, I did track my macros for a bit. And I really enjoyed it, actually. Um, Are you still doing it? I am still doing it. Okay. So I did it for a bit, and then I stopped yeah. just because life got too busy, sure. and then I went back on it. So throughout the last year, um, as my mindset about fitness was changing, one thing I kept true to myself was I always asked myself, am I still enjoying this process? Because I thought to myself, and I still believe, if it's not being fun anymore, if I'm not truly enjoying it, then something needs to change. 100%. And so I, and I did, I have caught myself several times, you know, thinking, oh, why can't I get that muscle up? Or why can't I do this? Or, mm-hmm. you know, I push myself, especially with rowing, you know, why can't I get that time? <laughs> and then I just need to remind myself like, whoa, hold on. Um, I'm not going to the games. 
right? Yes, I always want to improve, but to what end? Mm-hmm. And so same with tracking my macros and all of that. If at, if at any point it's not fun anymore and it's just becoming a stressor in my life, I don't need to track my macros. I can just try to eat healthy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so because I track my macros, however, I learned a lot about what food is made of. Yeah. And I've been a lot better with that. And also just portion sizes. So just kind of an off-the-cuff question, because this is something I kind of struggle with, which is when you first start with a new workout regime, it's fun and exciting because you PR every day. You know what I mean? It's like you do a 500-meter road today, you do another one tomorrow, you've just taken off five seconds off your time. Whereas now you're starting to get to this place where you are more skilled in a lot of areas and the PRs will come a lot slower. So to your point, like you've you've had to catch yourself a few times being like, ah, like why can't I do this or why can't I do that what are some like coping mechanisms or what do you almost think in the moment to sort of talk yourself off the ledge um so nothing worse um when working out and your coach comes up to you and says I want you to stay at this weight (laughs) however yeah it helps that I now have a relationship with the coaches that I have here um just the way that my scheduling has been Dalton has been the coach that it um, for a lot of the classes yeah. that I come to. So he has seen that process and that progress as well. Yeah. And so, yeah, nothing worse than Dalton coming over to you and saying, I want you to stay at this way. Yeah. And I always like shoot him a dirty look. And then I have to catch myself <laughs> yeah. and I just tell myself, you know what? He knows this. Like, don't yeah. get hurt. Yeah. Um, and that really helps. And again, it helps that I have a relationship with Dalton. If it were somebody else who I don't have a relationship with, it probably would be harder. Yeah. It's difficult. Um, It is tough. Because you need to trust. And sometimes you, especially if you don't have that relationship, you think, well, what do you know about me? 100%. Whereas with Dalton, he can easily be like, yeah, I actually know you. And I've seen this (laughs) process. I have also seen you get hurt. Yeah. Um, When things get really difficult and I'm just so swamped and so busy... I like to come on Sundays and I don't take, yeah. I don't do a class and I just move in my own space. Yep. So I move doing whatever I feel I my body needs. And so sure. sometimes it's more cardio. Yep. Sometimes it's a skill that I want to try to work on. And yep. so then I'll go and do that. And I have found that really um, like peaceful almost. Yeah. And so, so that has really helped um, keep me consistent as well. I'm smiling because I'm just thinking, so the lot, was it this past Sunday? I was just on the spin bike and you were doing weightlifting. And then, um, Mary Eve and Mike came in, Mary Eve went to the Olympics for weightlifting. How was that? Like, were you like, Oh my goodness, goodness. All eyes are on me right now. I need to be perfect. <laughs> no, because I was just like, well, she's gone to the Olympics and I haven't. <laughs> um, I actually would have appreciated it. Cause I know Mike, yeah uh, coaches right it's like yeah oh, it'd be really helpful if he came and gave me tips yeah um but one of my goals this year is to start doing some weightlifting classes yeah um no it was good yeah it's uh you can come in that's fine go ahead you can just ruin it so this is just broken here rooting the podcast Hi. it's all it's all <laughs> i have uh, actually never been to a class that brooke has coached I think really all year i've tried to but timing and scheduling just hasn't worked yeah. We, we talk a lot on Instagram. We need to get Brooke but... back in here. The people want Brooke. Oh, I know. They're like, oh, we want, the we want Brooke. I've heard such a good, like, when I first started, I've always heard, like, oh, can you, can you try one of Brooke's classes? Yeah. And she's really good. Yeah. They were like, all lying. Ladies movement. Don't, don't, don't believe them. 
Uh, well, well, we'll just continue on while Brooke is here staring at the computer screen because you bring up a good point about like coaches telling you to put on less weight. It's tough. Like I just speaking from even telling someone to put on less weight. Sometimes you're like, man, I know that they can lift more, but they really have no business lifting more right now. And like, it's going to do a lot better for them to focus on technique than adding an extra five kilos or 10 kilos. So when you do go to Mike's classes, just mentally prepare yourself to be using an empty barbell for a while. Um, because that's, it's just, it's the way to learn. Right. Think of the form I'll have though. Yeah. Think of the fun and the form, the functional movement. The functional movement. How bad is that name though? Come on. All night long. I've been trying to think of more puns for you guys. (laughs) Do it. I'd be all for it. Yeah. It took us so long to, to come up with, with that name as well. Just to give people some background. We used to call our CrossFit classes functional movement. And then there was human movement. I think there was ladies movement and that was it. I want t-shirts. Fun channel movement. Yeah, it was great. Bad times. Okay. Moving on. Oh, yes, this is a big one. So you've already kind of touched upon it with you and David. Um, almost going through this journey together has um, that, you know, benefited your relationship as well outside of the gym like is there, do you guys find that you're more active together things like that yeah um well david has also seen big changes um i can't say they're unintentional changes but when i first started here um <clears throat> because of the 42 day challenge i was only here i said my only goal is to come and be consistent but isaac really recommended that i at least follow the nutrition guide that was provided he said well it's it's an all-encompassing, an all-encompassing package. Why not just give it a give? Oh, yeah, I remember. Give you, it a try. You weren't, uh, you didn't necessarily want to focus on nutrition. That's no, right. I wasn't a fan. No. Don't tell me what to eat. No. <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> um, but I brought it home, stuck it on the fridge, and I do the majority of the cooking and meal prep for my family. And so David was was doing it as well, and so were the kids. And David actually lost twenty pounds. Actually, he did in forty-two days. Uh, probably in the course of the year he's lost 20 pounds because after the 42 day challenge we kept going with the um with the nutrition guide and that was the thing as well about consistency was the nutrition guide why it worked for us is because it wasn't a diet yeah there was i never heard you cannot eat this um i heard you should focus on this yeah and that was exactly what we did at home and to this day it's still what we do that's Um, awesome it's really good yeah, so my relationship with David definitely improved um, because we are still just as busy and just as swamped. Um, David also has two careers, and he serves on several boards and does other volunteering, um, has other volunteering commitments. But we have found that because we both enrolled and joined gyms, uh, we make it a priority that the other person goes. So. When I come to the gym, I'm very aware that David is home watching the kids. Mm-hmm. And when he tells me, hey, can I go to the gym tomorrow morning? I then also need to make sure that I'm home uh, for the kids. And so because of that, we see that the other has prioritized each other's self-care and are really encouraging it. And we feel supported that way. And so, yeah, it, there's no guilt um, when I ask David, can I go to the gym? It's really good. And in that same regard, he doesn't feel guilty when he asks and also he knows when he asks, I will do whatever I can to make sure he can go to the gym. 
Um, and if the answer is, you know, I really don't think it's going to work with my schedule, he understands that. Yeah. And because it doesn't end at, I don't think it's going to work, it's a, well, what about this time? And we start offering each other other times that we can make it work. Yeah, yeah. No, and, and this kind of bleeds into the next topic as well, which is just about for other busy moms out there who have careers, who are maybe in school as well, um, like what sort of suggestions or tips do you have for people to be more consistent or how to make the gym a priority? I think every little bit counts. Um, I had a conversation with Will and I said, hey, Will, you know, a good idea for a podcast. Like maybe talk about like how can we still be active and go to gyms when we're when we're traveling without paying all these guest passes. And Will kind of looked at me and he's like, just go outside. <laughs> right. Yeah. And he had a really good point of just every little bit counts going yeah. for a walk sure you're not doing burpees and making yourself throw up but it's still a walk and yeah. it's still good for your body and it's still great for your mental health um as for coming to the gym i really appreciate that at movement here i feel comfortable bringing my kids mm-hmm. um i know sometimes when they come they do get in the way and i'm not i by no means am i endorsing everyone bring your kids to the gym every <laughs> single day um but movement has been very supportive understanding the few times i do bring my kids i was kind of in a spot and yeah. um yeah and so it has i felt supported in that good um i would also say find a time that works and so i am not a morning person i am somebody who loves my sleep and I come at 6 a.m. every day. And it was hard at first, but it has actually become a lot easier. And so yeah. give yourself that chance to make those changes. And when you miss a day or when you mess up, rather than seeing as, oh, I messed up, acknowledge how busy you are. Acknowledge that, you know, your child didn't sleep last night. And it was a rough night for everyone. And so today it's going to be a rest day. And mm-hmm. that's okay. So yeah, I think a lot of times busy moms, busy dads, busy full-time workers, busy students, we're so hard on ourselves. Yeah. And that's how when we think, I can't do this, I can't do this, we get into this survival mode. And so then something needs to fall off that priority list. Yeah. Well, we can't quit our jobs. We can't get rid of our children. <laughs> so I guess the gym needs to go. Yep. Versus if we accepted what was going on in our lives and how busy we are, then we don't need to get rid of anything necessarily. We just need to work it out. Yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, it's so true that um, especially the, not necessarily just the couples, but, you know, people with with partners that are successful with their fitness or health journey have very supportive partners as well. So I think of you and David, like it's so amazing that you have this agreement where it's like, okay, these are my days to go to the gym. These are your days. We understand it's really important. If I look at Brooke and, Brooke and Luke, same sort of idea with their two young kids, their days where, where Brooke will stay home and Luke will come in the morning or vice versa. So um, yeah, you need to have those, those conversations with your significant others um, to come up with some sort of agreement that will be mutually beneficial for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Really, really cool. Uh, and then the last question I have, which is you kind of been touching upon it throughout the whole bit, what uh, we, uh, blah, is what would you say to someone who is curious uh, about working out at Movement Strength? Like maybe how does this differ from some other 
fitness experiences that you've had in the past? Um, I would say give it a try. Be open. I came in to movements with a very uh, strict set of guidelines and rules and expectations, and that all changed. Um, so yeah, so give it a try, and you never know what can happen. Um, I know right now there's the three trot, three yeah. class yep. pass. Um, it may take more than three classes, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Um, but give it a try, and whatever happens, happens, and that's three more classes that you wouldn't have done otherwise. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, cool. Is there anything else that you wanted to touch base on or share with the millions of people listening? <laughs> I remember that there's the one thing um, when you talk about the changes I've seen. Yeah, um, please. And we talked a little bit about competition and that's uh, psychology um, in mm. sports. Yeah. Remember in the summer when I got hurt? Yeah. So it was testing week. And at this point, I was probably, um, I was feeling good. I'd done two competitions. I was definitely seeing all those PRs, as you were saying. And I actually pulled my back um, during testing week doing Mm -hmm. deadlifts. And I felt so stupid. And coming in to the gym, um, I was grabbing a band just so that I could um, do some stretches. And the look on Isaac's face of pure (laughs) disappointment, I knew, like, I messed up. But what was really great and really crazy, um, and this is for all of you who either are coping through injury, is that Will said, just keep moving. Because I asked him, I said, well, what stretches and what exercises would you recommend? I was supposed to um, go hop on a plane to Colorado uh, for a week for um, to a conference. And Will said, just keep moving. And so I was able to book an emergency uh, massage with my uh, massage therapist. But the week that I was gone, I walked. I I did whatever my body tolerated. I did a lot of banded good mornings. Yeah. Um, I I did like uh, I took Tylenol. I did I did go with taping. I know that can be a little bit controversial, but I just need I need to do whatever I could to cope. Sure. But it was the fact that I kept moving, and when things really hurt, I didn't do more than what I could do, but I moved. Yeah. And when I came back after Colorado. Um, I was able to come back to the gym yeah, and I didn't miss uh, any classes because I knew that Dalton, Will, and you were able to scale and mm-hmm. adjust all of my movements. Um, so I never felt that I'm injured, therefore I need to sit out. Yeah. And I think sometimes when we get injured, we get scared Oh yeah, because we don't want to move. We don't want to re-injure. Yep. But again, stressing that importance of having coaches who know what they're doing because then when they offer you another suggestion you're willing to try it Mm -hmm. so for those of you who are working through injury and i think sometimes um when we're injured we get so frustrated and we are so disappointed in ourselves we quit the gym and i would actually encourage you not to do that and do the exact opposite keep going to the gym and build that relationship with that coach so that they can offer you Um, those scaled and alternate movements because here at movements I find that no coaches will let you do something that you're uncomfortable with yeah for sure and it's true like when we think of not to say injuries are excuses because that's not the case like if you have if you mess up your back you shouldn't be doing 
deadlifts if your back is screwed up, right? Um, but at the same time, like if your knees are bugging you, it doesn't necessarily mean that you never have to squat again. But maybe we should do some research on how you're squatting and some, you know, supplementary accessory work to help you squat better. And I remember when you when you hurt your back because that I don't know who was coaching that day. I don't remember. Either. I forget. But they came to me and they're like, "Rosemary hurt her back," and I'm like, oh, "Rosemary!" And it's not like I'm mad at Rosemary. It's just that. And I'm not just saying this so you guys all think I'm a really good person, but like I do care about every single one of our members. So when they hurt themselves, I'm like, oh, no, I hope that that doesn't scare them to never come back again. Right. Like that's always my concern is like I just want to ensure people are going to continue to move. But yeah, I I wear my emotions on my sleeve. So, you know what? I'm upset. (laughs) It was a good ego check for me as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I've learned a lot from that. What's changed since? Um, trusting my coach yeah. that when they say don't add more weights, I don't add more weights. Yeah. Um, and it's a lot easier said than done. Yeah. And that I am scared to re-injure myself. And so there's no prize at the end, uh, for lifting the most or for adding all those plates that yeah. are, that are out there. Yeah. And so I'm here to move and I'm here to be healthy and to improve my body but that's it yeah okay cool awesome i love it thank you for throwing that in at the end uh is there any other bits that you want to add any other tangents you feel like going on is there like a question you've always like a burning question you've always had why can't we change those uh class names to more punny names (laughs) so we've just uh, like made the announcement that we're not calling our classes crossfit anymore we're moving to uh build and sweat and I told people before it used to be called functional movement. So now Rosemary is just a, she's a regular comic. So she wants to make some punny names. So if you guys have any suggestions, we're all, we're all ears. I will take them. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Rosemary, thank you for taking time out of your day to be here. Honestly, I really, really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. If you guys have any suggestions on other topics for us, we're always here to listen so uh let us know and until then have the best day ever bye for now